Hi, and welcome to Hack the Net, where every week we delve into the darkest recesses of the internet to find something interesting or even comprehensible. I'm Matt Heron. I'm Jeff Terrorware Kowalski. I'm Booiza Scaron. Hello, Whoa. happy Halloween, everyone. Happy Halloween. I, I assume Booiza, you're going to feel like put- a real asshole if this comes out on November 1st. <laughs> No, I'm assuming that it's not going to, and that Jeff put special Halloween music at the beginning of the episode. I was mm-hmm. thinking about just overlaying <laughs> rattling chains over the normal music. That would be good. Yep. Uh, I don't, I'm sure, listener, you've already heard, because that has already happened. I don't know what Terrorware is. I guess haunted software? I don't know why I said it. Because you're the well, ghost in the machine? It's weird that you didn't say scareware, given that shareware is a thing, and oh, it could have been a pun on that. would be pretty good. Yeah. yeah. It's a shame I didn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Just edit it back so that you did. No. no. Yeah. <laughs> I won't. Okay. Okay, good. <laughs> the, real, the real terror is apathy, if you yep. think about it. Yeah, that was too real. <laughs> I don't like thinking about that one. <laughs> yep. Uh, so, so, anyway. Ooh, yeah. beat me to it. Uh, so, yeah, it's Halloween, you guys. Yep. Hooray! You do any you Halloween stuff uh, already, I- Matt? I went to a Halloween parade, which I'm not going to talk about because of the politically charged atmosphere there, but <laughs> it was pretty good. There was a... The the thing that I love about Halloween parades is the fact that everyone phones it in these days, except for the Boy Scouts and Girl Scouts floats, which are clearly forced to be made, so they can put a lot of work into them, and they're great. Yeah. So, uh, Did they have specific good. themes? One was an alien abduction one, which was very Ooh. good. Uh, there was one where th- all the Girl Scouts were, like, sailors in a 1940s, like, going off to war thing, which I felt huh. was scary in a way that I that I don't usually associate with Halloween, but fair enough. <laughs> that does sound unsettling. Yeah, yeah, child soldiers, the biggest <laughs> spooky thing of all. Yeah, and here's the thing, uh, the, the slogan on the float said, uh, Girl Scouts leading the way, mm-hmm. and I was like... That doesn't into war. Yeah, like into that's not Bermuda a phrase. There that's you go. not a phrase, and that's not associated with the theme of your float at all. Mm. It should have been Girl Scouts come sail away, surely, right? A sticks themed. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and they could have played comes. They could have played come sail away oh. instead of whatever they played, which was like the monster mash. Or oh something. man, you know what would have been the scariest thing for them to play? The Shirley Temple version of the Good Ship Lollipop, but <laughs> slowed down just. <laughs> A little bit. Four hundred percent slowed down. Like <laughs> no, they don't do. slow it down. Just pitch it down. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, that would have been so good. So was the politically charged atmosphere that it's a re-election year for Jack Skellington as the Pumpkin mm. King and his supporters it, were it, out in full force? Yeah, was it you guys that I talked to about Halloween Land? Was it you guys that I talked to about how they need to do a prequel to The Nightmare Before Christmas where Jack Skellington leads a bloody coup against the Pumpkin King, who's an actual pumpkin? No, I like that idea, though. Yeah, because why is he the Pumpkin King unless that's the title that he stole from someone? And that would explain why he's such a terrible leader, because he's just a warrior like uh, that fat king from the beginning of Game of Thrones who dies. <laughs> yeah, good job. Yep. Nice pull. <laughs> got him. You knew who I was talking about. You freaking got him. <laughs> yes, yeah, so well. Baratheon, yes. Yeah, body yeah. shame that dead king. <laughs> I mean, I just needed to make sure you knew which dead king I was talking about from Game of Thrones. Hey, that's fair. There are a lot of them. Yes. <laughs> that's true. Oh, uh, Haunted Ghost Ship is a very good float. Yeah. Sounds like they didn't quite get there, but that's I a know. great idea. Oh, 
Especially because it's already a float. Like, it, it has a boat mm-hmm. vibe already. <laughs> yes, that's terrible. Mm. Anyway, did you do Halloween stuff, Jeff? Uh, didn't, are you, you're not picking a thing to talk about? Oh, I mean, I can talk about my thing from this week, but it is not Halloween-themed in the slightest. Okay, so we'll uh, take a brief break break from Halloween for Matt to talk about his thing, and then Louisa and I will both talk about Halloween things, right? Yes, yes. (laughs) Okay, fine. (laughs) I just wanted to talk about, um, I, earlier this week, I was, like, trying to distract myself from the world that I live in, Uh which is bad. Um, By going to to Halloween parade where people yelled political things. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, exactly. That's the kind of bad world I'm talking about. Uh, And instead, I was like going around on Reddit, which fans of our show will know is a terrible idea, but I was on the um, oddly satisfying Reddit where you just watch YouTube videos of things that are very satisfying. Oh, yes. And I found a YouTube channel, which I absolutely love. I ended up watching over five hours of it this week. Uh, it's called Baumgartner Restoration, and it's just a guy who does professional art restoration on old paintings, mm. and my god, it's satisfying and fascinating, and it's the greatest <laughs> thing, and I love it so much. That's really cool. Does he just use techniques to clean up old paintings, or does he actually do some of the artistry of, like, reconstructing them? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so sometimes he has ones that have, like, like punctures through them, or, like, they're split in places, and he has to like, reassemble them with adhesives and then touch up the, the missing mm. paintwork and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but the best, the best parts are the ones where it's like, you know, the, the grime and varnish has made the painting look all brown. And then he takes off all of that stuff with, like, I don't know how it works, but he has the solvents to take up all the varnish and stuff. And like, suddenly it looks like a real painting with real human flesh tones and everything. And it's absolutely incredible. It's really cool. <clears throat> Did you ever see when they restored part of the Sistine Chapel that showed hell and they thought it was all like dark demons in hell. But once they'd done the restoration, some of them were like electric blue and everything. And it was just the years of grime that had oh, made everything dark. Cool. There's there's one he does called the assassination of Archimedes, uh, where there's a it, there's Archimedes is studying something and somebody's standing behind him about to kill him, and it looks like <laughs> about that to drop part. a turtle on his head. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I know, I know that's not Archimedes, but that's in my mind, Zeno. <laughs> in my mind, that's every uh, philosopher who's died. <laughs> yes, I mean every Greek philosopher is basically the same person. <laughs> And if the title of this painting were The Assassination of Archimedes, you'd have no way of knowing which <laughs> Greek philosopher this was. True. But anyway, the guy standing behind him looks like a like a creepy shadow man who's like mm. about to hit him or whatever, but when he takes off the varnish, it's like a soldier wearing a red cape and having he is holding a sword and everything. Mm. But you absolutely couldn't tell before he cleaned it up. You He's said got a sword that's labeled taxes because it's actually a political cartoon. <laughs> uh-huh. You said this wasn't gonna be spooky, but now you're talking about <laughs> Shadow Men and Hell and yeah, Taxes. Right. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it we would got be there. very good it would be a very good plot for a horror movie. I guess this is just Ghostbusters too. Never mind. <laughs> Yeah, it would be a very good plot for a horror movie if four comedians piloted the Statue of Liberty with an NES controller. Yep. That has nothing to do with our current conversation. I just think it would be good. I mean, that probably would be good if you picked the right comedians. It could be very scary if you had very bad comedians in there. Jeff Dunham. Oh my god, (laughs) Ghostbusters 2 remake starring Jeff Dunham. (laughs) Yep. He plays all four of the Ghostbusters as different mm-hmm. of his racist puppets that he makes. Yes, yeah, you can tell how good he is at doing different voices. <laughs> <laughs> he 
never see a whip from you. That's true. <laughs> they should do a movie with a ventriloquist who just doesn't have a puppet, but you never see his lips move anyway. <laughs> He's always drinking a glass of water. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I don't know why they'd have to do this with a ventriloquist when there's overdubbing, but... <laughs> oh, man. By the way, I watched I have um I watched Bed Knobs and Broomsticks the other day. I was telling Louisa about this earlier. Mm-hmm. And uh <laughs> they really just didn't give a fuck back in the old days at Disney. There are whole scenes that have the dialogue have been re-recorded and they don't even try to match up the lip movements at all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like their mouths are just not doing sometimes their mouths are completely closed and they're still talking. Mm, it's very good. <laughs> oh like man. That. That's a good movie. If you haven't watched Bedknobs and Broomsticks, you really should. It's a very good movie, and it kind of holds up, and it's less racist than a lot of the Disney movies from that time period. What if That's I true. don't instead? Well, mm, I mean, you, can't, you, do, you don't have to, but you oh, should, okay. because you'd enjoy it. Did Mary Poppins do anything racist in that movie? In Mary uh, Poppins? Is, does hmm. does I don't know belittling they... Cockney people count as racist? <laughs> uh, maybe at that uh, time classic. it did. It's a bit classist, for sure. Yes. Right? Are those, are those, this is a real question, are those penguins coded, uh, like, racist caricatures that I don't know about? I don't I think know so. <clears throat> I think okay. they avoided it by not having any people who weren't white. Yeah. Mm. I'm trying mm. to think now, and I can't think of any non-white people in that movie. No. There aren't any. Not. Okay. The only, the real villains in that one are old, rich white men, which <clears throat> is an evergreen villain, so they're really, they, they really threaded the needle. <clears throat> Even the good people are rich white people, though. Also, in that movie, in Mary Poppins, yes. Uh, I mean, Mary Poppins is the goodest person, and she doesn't have any money, as far as I can tell. Oh, yeah. But she doesn't she's need it because she's money. a she's a powerful sorcerer. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but I'm saying I'm if there's a war between rich people and sorcerers, you can mark me down as a hundred percent on the sorcerer side. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> Do they allow us to choose size? Us regulars who aren't rich or sorcerers? I feel like the sorcerers would need servants. <laughs> in a class, Unlike rich people who never need servants. In a class well, war, the NPCs are who really suffers. Mm-hmm. It's true. <laughs> Between sorcerers and uh, barbarians. <laughs> <sighs> anyway, so Baumgartner Restoration, I highly recommend mm. it as a YouTube channel if you want something that's just very satisfying to watch somebody be very good at their job so that you can sit around like a lazy asshole. <laughs> yeah, that sounds awesome. I will check that out. Okay, anyway, now we now back to the Halloween. Okay, cool. <laughs> uh, Who's turn? Louisa, Louisa, Halloween me. <laughs> okay, uh, I've been, it's also YouTube related because I've been watching makeup tutorials on YouTube about different Halloween things. Looks, which is very soothing because the person, of course, is just showing you a video and saying like, "Oh, and then you just do this," and then they just do it, and later you're like, "Oh shit, I have no idea how to do that." But <laughs> while you're watching, you're like, "Yes, I understand this. <laughs> We're together who's, in the drift." Who's the stand-up comedian who talks about uh, like the drawing, how to draw characters books? That's like one circle, two circles, three circles. Donald Duck. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's kind of every YouTube tutorial, if you think about it. Yeah. yeah, and it's tricky because they'll say, like, well, you just kind of do this, and you're like, I'm not sure how to do that, but also I know there's no way you could tell me how to do that, that I would be able to learn. The only way to learn is by doing it, and then yes. if you were to tell someone else, all you'd be able to say is, you just do this. Yeah, I've been, similarly, um, we got one of those electric stand mixers as a wedding present, which what is color? exciting. Uh, purple. Which which and color purple? 
the plum. Mm, it's pretty good. Um, and I've been like practicing baking because I'm not a I'm I'm a pretty good cook if I do say so myself, but I'm not the world's mm-hmm. greatest baker. Um, and I know that like watching videos, reading about it, and stuff like that, you really need to have a feel for like when you watch yeah. Great British Bake Off and people are making stuff and they're like, mm, "This batter's not right." Like it looks okay to me, mm-hmm. so. You need to have a feel for how thick it should be, or what, like at what stage it needs to start thickening and stuff like that. And yes, that's yes. just practice. <clears throat> sometimes people will ask me questions. I I do like to bake. I think listeners know. Uh, sometimes people will ask me questions about some of the process, and I'm like, I've gone so far beyond that that I don't remember how to. I'm tell like you. Mary Poppins to your money. <laughs> exactly. I know I sound really stuck up, but when they're like, well, how do you, like, do this and make sure that this comes out right? I'm like, you just do it, though. (laughs) I don't know anymore. (laughs) I don't know how to fix those problems. I don't have them. It's true. Yeah, those are amateur problems for newbies (laughs) and losers. And then I spit on them and (laughs) throw my drink. (laughs) Yep. Uh, so it's a lot of fun. Even if people don't uh, wear makeup, it's a lot of fun to really watch makeup tutorials, I think, because it's just... Kind of like painting tutorials. They just, like, calmly put together little things, and then everything's done. And it's really nice. So, so are you going to have a costume that involves makeup? Uh, I did. Uh, on Saturday, I went to a co-worker's just little short uh, Halloween party, which was mm-hmm. nice. But uh, I did, and I put what a picture that? of me in our Discord. I was like just like a ghost. Oh, ghost. Okay. I've done it before, where I wear the uh, black ribbon choker, and then I've got blood coming out from under it. Mm-hmm. Pretty then- good. A bunch of scary. Why? Makeup. Why not a green ribbon? Yeah, I, have to I was ask. thinking that because I don't have a green ribbon. Oh, okay. <laughs> Get a green ribbon. Yeah. <laughs> no, they're like fifty cents. Ugh, I didn't want to, and I don't still. Also, okay, fine, fair enough. Yeah. yeah. Plus, I needed my black to cover up the fact that it's going to rub off against some of my fake blood. Obviously. Yes, that's fair. Uh, so yeah, yeah you don't want lot. that green ribbon to get blood on it, and then it looks like a Christmas ribbon. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> But then that outfit, I can wear it twice in a year. Yeah, that's true. Transition smoothly. You just need to figure out how to get turkey feathers on there. You got the whole winter covered. Uh, So that's very good. And then, of course, I fell down the rabbit hole of, like, checking out people making, like, crazy wounds on their face to be a zombie. Stuff I'm not intending to do, but it's really cool to watch people try to do. Oh, I have to figure out how to do a bullet wound on my head for my costume that I'm doing. And, like, I'm very afraid because that kind of stuff really grosses me out (laughs) to watch videos, even if I know it's fake. (laughs) That doesn't seem too hard because you just build up a fake area around the hole with putty, right? And then just put some fake blood on it. Yeah, I suppose. I just hate it when it gets all itchy. And I, yeah. a lot of fake blood like stays drippy for a long time, and I don't want it trickling down the side of my face. Well, here's a hack that I came up with, and then I checked online and other people have done it too, so I knew it was okay. <laughs> Which is clear Elmer's glue, the kind that is clear in the bottle and dries clear, mm-hmm. and red food coloring. <clears throat> all right. So I put that on. It does take, like, 20 minutes to dry, but then it is completely dry, and then later you just peel it off. Hmm. So the the costume that I'm putting together is from the movie Mark of the Vampire. Have you guys ever seen that movie? Never even heard of it. Are you a vampire? Uh, kind of. Okay. Um, it's a very crazy movie. It was made in, like, the 40s, I think. Um, it's all in black and white. And the idea of it is... A girl 
suspects that um that her like guardian was responsible for the murder of her father. Hmm. Uh and so she teams up with the local police chief and they hire a group of traveling actors to pretend to be vampires that have resurrected the corpse of her father. <laughs> okay. And then huh. so that the so the corpse of the father is like driving this man insane to get him to confess. All of this, while pretty crazy, holds together as a plot. <laughs> then, the last scene of the movie is the the inspector, uh, who is pretending to be, like, the old Van Helsing-style vampire hunter, mm-hmm. um, hypnotizes the man into confessing. <laughs> so, okay. why did he need to do the vampires at all? <laughs> That has nothing to do with it. Would a confession taken under hypnosis hold up in court? Who knows? Would a confession under vampire fear (laughs) hold up under court? I don't know. I feel like it would, because you tell the jury that story, and they're going to be very excited to hear it, (laughs) to hear all your plots. (laughs) Yeah, maybe. But anyway, it's an extremely good movie, but the... it's clear that they started with the premise and then they had to write around it and they didn't know how to get out of it at the end. <laughs> mm. I like that. I like the idea that they're coming up with a plot as they're filming, which probably yeah, is I think true, that but... might be what happened. It's <laughs> very good. Yep. Uh, uh, so just finishing up on my YouTube thing, I got into uh, just looking at like historical makeup, which is quite interesting, but then I went to one woman's page because I saw the thumbnail that was 1920s makeup, and she looked amazing, like, perfect for 1920s. And then I realized, because that was the first video of hers that I saw, I realized that she just kind of has that face Mm. (laughs) with, like, the droopy, (laughs) wide-set eyes. So (laughs) all of her looks kind of looked like she was a flapper. But it was still pretty good. Yeah. You really Mm. need to identify what era your face is from and then just do that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think mine is probably from the post-apocalyptic future, where everyone is half- (laughs) cockroach half man <laughs> that's why you've got that eye patch that's welded to your face <laughs> yep <laughs> uh, so jeff what have you been doing this halloweenish this week uh i did two halloween things um mm-hmm. yesterday in the morning i went to i guess technically three halloween things um Yesterday in the morning, I went and I saw Countdown, which is a new horror movie that's extremely bad. Um, is this the one about the app that you told us about yeah, forever uh-huh. ago? Yes! Yay! Uh, it is <laughs> such an enjoyable movie. I said extremely bad. What I mean was, it's as stupid as the premise would imply in a delightful way. <laughs> okay. Um, it's genuinely enjoyable. I liked watching it. Um, and then, yes, uh, after that, I went to the Halloween store to put together the final pieces of my costume for going out last night, which was Wario in his Wario wear outfit. Was it Mad Max World at a Halloween store the Saturday before Halloween? Not really. Oh, okay. Yeah. I went to Target that day, and I was just getting, like, milk or something, mm-hmm. but people were fighting over bags yeah. of Halloween candy. <laughs> And I was like, I'm glad I got mine already, but Jesus, what's going on? It's not even Halloween yet. It was the spirit Halloween in Times Square, and I didn't even consider, like, oh, that will probably be super crowded, right? And then it wasn't. Huh. I'm shocked that it wasn't. I'm shocked that there's a spirit Halloween in Times Square. Yeah, it's (laughs) under the Dave and Buster's. Are you sure it wasn't just a Dave and Buster's annex? No, yeah, that was it. Clothes off a mannequin. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You walked into their back room and started rifling through the employees' uh, costume materials. (laughs) Yep. Yep. Um, 
I also ordered online some things for a different Halloween costume for actually on Halloween, um, mm-hmm. when I will be uh, Dr. John Hammond, the man who spared no expense to oh. build Jurassic Park. Oh, is this to go with Chris's um, Muldoon costume that I saw on Instagram? Alan, Professor Alan Grant. Oh, wait, he's not being Muldoon? I don't know which said, one Muldoon is. The caption is. said clever girl, which is a line that Muldoon says, not Grant. Mm. Yeah, but his outfit, though. I don't know which outfit uh, either of them wear. Yeah, I mean, they both kind of just look like old-timey explorers, so... Yeah. He really needs to stop captioning the picture's clever girl if he's not Muldoon, because that is what I assume. All right, Chris, you're on blast. Fair enough. (laughs) At this point, Um, he's probably doing it on purpose. Quick question, are you going to gray up your beard for this costume? I was thinking about it, I'm not sure. (laughs) Is anyone going to go as a giant pile of dinosaur shit? Uh, no. (laughs) Leah is going to be, uh, Ellie Sattler. Okay. Uh, if the Jurassic Park costumes are so easy, because it's all just regular clothes. Yeah, that's true. Uh, is this for you teaching at school, or are you doing extra things? On uh, we're going to go do trivia in the evening okay. uh, when there's a costume contest at it. Is there any chance we could convince Leah to go as Ian Malcolm instead? She kind of wants to. <laughs> oh, it's such a better costume. Because she already has all black. Yeah. Yeah. She should absolutely do that. There's no reason to not do that. Mm, maybe. We'll see how it all turns out. Yeah. <sighs> so that was my Halloween. Well, and then I went out and got completely blasted like 10 beers drunk uh, out of my <laughs> mind, and that was fun. <laughs> well, tell us what costume you put together on Saturday. Yeah, Wario. Did already. Did you? Sorry, yeah. I didn't hear that. Uh huh. I um. What did you have to find at the Spirit Halloween store for Wario? I needed an aviator helmet and fingerless oh, okay. gloves. And you found them. Yep. That's amazing. I wanted like a yellow, like maybe construction helmet or motorcycle helmet, but I had to settle. Um, and then the fingerless gloves. I also wanted yellow, but I settled for purple because that's also a Wario color. Yeah, yes. pretty good. I can't believe that our friend Holly went to the same place dressed as Waluigi, and you guys didn't coordinate yep. at the time. We, That's so good. We were plan like we knew that we were both going to the same event, but we did not plan to be Wario and Waluigi. <laughs> and she, hers was like clearly very well planned because she like handmade the hat and a big uh, Mario Party dice cube. Mm-hmm. That's great. Yeah, so she was Waluigi from Mario Party. That's a weird Waluigi to be. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, is it? What all That's of Waluigi's the main one. appearances are weird? Yeah, I suppose. Oh man, I was listening to the Story Break episode where they talk about Smash Brothers and why Waluigi isn't in it, and they said that he's not in it because he's the villain. <laughs> he's Master Hand. Oh, mm. <laughs> I think that's a very good idea. Yeah, that makes sense. I buy it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, what did you do Halloween-wise, Louisa? Did we talk about that already, or are we ready yeah, to move so on to the wiki already? Yeah, we did talk about it. Okay. Are we zip, are we going through this way too fast? No, I guess we're we're about right. Okay, let me bring up the wiki randomizer. You guys bought pumpkins? I got one this year, but I got a little pie pumpkin, which I'm going to carve, because I didn't want to carve a giant pumpkin. I did All not. All carving ones are huge. I got a tiny pumpkin that is like the size of a teacup just to have around, but I want to get a big pumpkin to carve. I just don't know when I'll have time. Guys, really good news. We got a Halloween-themed wiki. Oh, yeah. Wait. Oh, 
Okay, I was going to say we already had the Headhunter, Mickey, but this is oh, a different one. This is Headhunter's Horror House, which is... The, head, the other Headhunter one was all, like, sci-fi nerd stuff, right? I think so. So this is all... We talked about Camp Crystal Lake for, like, an hour. Oh, yeah. I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, we'll get to do that again. That'll be fun. <laughs> oh, and my ad is for Target Halloween stuff. This is great. This is all kismet. Yep. Anyway, sorry to have interrupted your thing. I was just very excited. Uh, I was just talking about pumpkins, but I was going to say, everyone I know who's bought one of those little pumpkins just <laughs> likes it and carries it around and takes pictures with it, and yeah. I think that's great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're cute. Perfect. They're like the, they're the pet for the millennial generation. <laughs> they really are. <laughs> oh, wonderful. So okay. should we get into this? Sure. Um, oh, so good. It's all you. Okay, I got distracted again because I closed my Target ad, which was for Halloween, and now I have a Stephen King's Doctor Sleep ad, which is also kind of you Halloween. Did an and I ad love blocker. it. No, this is perfect. What are you saying? Are you going <laughs> to go see saying. that movie? No, of course not. Oh, well, that's right. You don't like horror, do horror movies. movies. Yeah, you don't like The Shining. I haven't seen The Shining. Ah, uh, Headhunters Horror House. I know you like that episode of The Simpsons. That's just The Shining. Yeah, I do, and I've seen <laughs> clips from The Shining, so that's fine. <laughs> I get oh, the man. gist of it. At the Halloween parade the other day, there was a guy who was just dressed in, like, flannel, but he had a broken door on his face and a speech hole that says, here's Johnny, and it was very good. <laughs> that is very good. <laughs> um, I'm not seeing any background. It's all black for me. You guys? Yeah, same. Okay. And Spooky. then in red, uh, Chiron, Headhunter's Horror House Wiki. Welcome to Headhunter's Horror House Wiki. We are currently editing a crap ton of articles, and you can help. Uh, that's it, except for, thus far, 18,748 pages have been added to the Book of the Damned. Oh, no. 18,753. This thing is expanding (laughs) at an insane rate. (laughs) That is wonderful. So, what is it specifically? I don't know. Yeah, what is this... What's their area of expertise? the theme of this? (laughs) I mean, I can see that there's pictures of, like, Freddy... And Michael Myers and Jason Voorhees. So, like, I assume that it's horror movie stuff, but, like, there's a comic book on here. Yeah. Featured actor, featured comic, featured episode, so it's just anything. There's horror comics. Well, sure, but... Anything horror-themed, then? I guess. Yeah. Vamp Blade. (laughs) Okay. Uh, horror houses. Do you think they know that there's a comic called Blade about vampires already? It's all one word here, so it's fine. (laughs) Uh, I got excited for a second because I thought maybe it's, um, specifically locations in horror movies, and that's why it would be called Horror House, but it doesn't seem to be. That would be cool, although... Yeah. Yeah, I guess there are a lot of iconic locations in horror movies. Camp Crystal Lake. (laughs) We could talk about it for another hour. Let's talk about it. If you were... No. Um... (laughs) Well, uh, yeah, Elm Street, for sure. The Shining Hotel, as we just mentioned. Overlook, yeah. yeah. Bates Motel. Oh, that's yeah. another one. Uh, Amity, the Horror House, what was that Can called? Can we do this for 40 minutes? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Locations are very important to horror. The Jaws there's boat. No lo- there's no fixed location for um, Michael Myers, is there? Uh, Haddonfield, Ohio. Yeah, I guess the horror in that one is supposed to be in that he uh, can kill you in your everyday house. Yeah, it's like every town USA. Yeah. And Freddy can only kill you in your dreams. I do remember when I first watched all the Halloween movies thinking how the the movies are clearly supposed to be like, look at this average town with these average teens and they're the ones getting killed. But 
I don't think average teens have that sexy Halloween costumes or like have mm. access to a barn to go and have like a like a <laughs> wild party in, right? That's fine, but I feel like you have to I, I've come around on this in my old age that you have to suspend disbelief enough to know that even if something's supposed to be normal and everyday in a movie it is a movie <laughs> so they do have to take that into account even though you kind of don't want them to. It's true I guess my point is just like like you say, I think you're right that the horror is supposed to be derived from, mm. like, this could happen in any town, but watching that movie, what I get out of it is, these teens are assholes. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> and I wish that they would all get killed. Oh, they did? Good. <laughs> uh, I also think uh, the time difference uh, makes a difference there. Like, uh, yes. the era of the movie being made, the way movies were made then, and the look of everything is different enough now that it uh, is... Mm, Incongruous. Is there any era that looks on film more immoral than the 70s? <laughs> no, you're right. Everything yeah. looks like it has B.O. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, it doesn't seem like furniture is supposed to be that color, and it's there by accident. Yeah. It, Everyone's like, family have... photos look like last known serial killer <laughs> pictures. Like, we were just talking about Ben Dobbs and Broomsticks. It's a kid's movie, and there's nothing bad in it, but watching it, you're like... This looks like the grimy. This could break <laughs> yeah. into like a, a snuff film it's at any moment. Movies for perverts for sure. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I mean, there's nothing else we can really discuss about this in a overall way. So I guess we just have to dig into parts of it. Yeah, I guess so. I clicked through <laughs> to um, Mia Allen, the featured character. She's the mm-hmm. lead character from the remake of Evil Dead. And the aha, uh-huh. I want to say real quick, featured character. It shows two paragraphs on the main page. Doesn't mention where she's from, ah, and yeah. I didn't know that, mm-hmm. which is not great. Um, I clicked through and. The thing that is most remarkable to me about this page is in her bio block on the right. Franchise Evil Dead film series. Got that. Notability. Main character. For sure. Type. Drug addict. Hmm. What? Hmm. Excuse me? Isn't... Wait, okay. I've never watched the Evil Dead movies because I really, truly, and deeply hate Sam Raimi, but... Isn't uh, Bruce Campbell the main character? Uh, This is the remake from 2013. Oh, no, they remade it? Yeah, it's really good. It's not. No, the remake's good. The originals are all bad. Um, Is, did Sam Raimi, Raimi have anything to do with the remake? He's just a producer. Ugh, it's not going to be good. I've already seen it, and I promise you it is. Um, <laughs> I'm pretty sure when it comes out, we're all going to hate it. <laughs> when we're, we've become unstuck in time where the 2013 movie Evil Dead has not come out yet. <laughs> Um, I clicked through to the page drug addict, and it just gives a pretty normal definition of what a drug addict is. And then, uh, in film, Nightmare on Elm Street 3, Dream Warriors, the character of Taron White was a drug addict. Yeah. Okay? Okay. Cool. (laughs) Yeah, this is very weird. I feel like they uh, went too far in trying to classify something they didn't actually need to bother classifying on their wiki. Yes. I feel like you take a step back, and when you, when you start describing what type of drug addict a character is, and you go, oh, wait a minute, I don't need to do this at all. I get, oh, I'm looking at another character's page, and there's other types, like mental patient and victim, so I guess it's just sort of like... Oh, uh, like archetypes. Yeah, archetypes. The, the archetypes oh. in horror movies, like, these are the types of characters, the categories you'll have. I still think that drug addict is a stretch. 
Yeah, I was yeah, going to say, I don't watch horror movies, but I, I can't think of a lot of examples. I think there are a lot of examples, and I think that that is a massive failure of horror movies. Mm. I mean, yeah. I, th- I think I'm not saying anything new when when I'm saying that horror movies are meant to be sort of moral parables about yeah. how the people who get harmed are ones that society sees as needing to be punished, and so drug addicts being victims in them, I think, is supposed to be a commentary on the way that we see drug addicts, and that's fair, but also there's a lot where the drug addicts are kind of the bad guys, and that's, like, the same as, like, people with mental issues being the bad guys, like, I think you're doing more harm than good there. Mm. Yeah. Well, even uh, anyone who's considered appropriately being punished in a classic horror movie, like promiscuous teens, like, all of it is uh, the bad kind of moralizing, really, isn't it? I don't know. I, I think it's an interesting question, because... I think that you could make the argument that the point of view of the film is supposed to be that because the clearly bad, evil guy is the one who wants to punish them, he is supposed to be making us, the audience, realize how bad it is to see those people as deserving of punishment. I see what you're saying, but I think that probably goes beyond most people's read of those kinds of movies, because, for instance, the innocent virgin will usually be the one to survive. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think you're right, and it's we, we've talked at length on this podcast about how the Punisher is supposed <laughs> to be about how bad those guys are, but everyone who loves the Punisher doesn't get that. And in oh, the same man. way, I've seen dudes with, like, Jason Voorhees tattoos, and it's like, you yeah. you can't and shouldn't like this. You've got to stop. That, yeah. That's not what this is for. Yeah. I, um... I, I think that horror is sort of seeing a lot of pushback against that. Um, Probably largely starting with Scream 23 years ago. Um, Mm, Because Scream tells you all of the rules, and then says the bad guy is treating this like a horror movie, and then not a single one of those rules is followed by the movie itself. Uh, Like, the characters who have sex don't die. Um, Most of the women survive, and the bad guy is, like, defeated and embarrassed. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, but that's the point. Right? Yeah, that's the whole point of it, and I think that yeah. that has sort of shifted how we think about um, how we how we think about and engage with those elements now. Mm. And of I, course, I'm talking about stuff I don't know again, but I know it follows. It was meant to be a, a good scary movie that sort of uh, let you see the horror innate in thinking of those tropes as good moral choices. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, uh, it definitely does the full-on, like, we're going to make the metaphor from the old movies the actual thing in this one. Yeah. To see how horrible that would be. Hmm. I just watched Paranormal Activity for the first time, like, a week ago. I love that movie. And, I mean, I I thought it was fine. Um, I think... well, I will say I think that it would have been infinitely superior if they hadn't had the last, like, ten seconds of f- footage, but that's fine. Uh, the, but, but Oh yeah, there's, in- like, three different endings, and the original <laughs> one from before they decided to get sequels was much stronger. Uh, I don't know. I don't know which one I saw. I just saw yep. whichever one was on Amazon. But yep. anyway... There's a she. She has a monster face. Yeah, I don't. I don't want that. That's that. the. I. Th- I think in the other two endings, she gets um, killed by the police either on camera or you hear it happening like outside. 
Um, so they made the monster face one because they're like, ooh, this was so successful that we need to make sequels to it, so she has to live. That's a shame. But anyway, my point is, watching that, it sure seems like the message is the people who deserve punishment are, like, rich, lazy dicks who are misogynists, and that I can get on board with, but then (laughs) am I the monster? (laughs) No. No, that's fine. (laughs) I, one thing I really like about, uh, that movie and the sort of, uh, like before we get into the sequels where they flip that very nice message on its head by making the bad guy women, um, (laughs) I think the third one introduces that actually there's a coven of witches who uh, made that demon happen. Yeah. Yeah. I I read about the, (laughs) the, like, plot of the other ones on Wikipedia, and it's insane, because there's a scene in the first one where her sister comes over, and he's talking to her, and he's like, hey, we're, we're afraid that this demon is around or whatever. And she's like, yeah, that sucks for you. So, like, what are you going to do about it? And he's like, I've got a plan. But then apparently in the second one, you find out that the sister had the demon first and, like, like did something to push the demon into her sister's house. Like, you're an asshole, then. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He went to her house and was like, oh, it sucks for you. I guess your boyfriend's a dipshit. But, like, you did this. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I really oh, like okay. the first one, and I think the second one is fine too. But uh, don't bother you've you've engaged with the rest of the sequels correctly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anyway, um, that was a fine movie. I still feel like it feels like as you're watching the movie, there are people you can like hear the thoughts of people throughout time watching this. And some of them thinking about how cool the main guy is. And that makes me furious. Mm. (laughs) Yeah. He's like, he's like a day trader who plays the guitar all the time. And like, is always making jokes about how much he wants to have sex with his girlfriend. And it's just so gross. If he just, the worst, if he never set the cameras up, everything would have been fine. The demon just wanted attention. Yeah, maybe. Who knows? Who cares? <laughs> that's why whenever I hear a noise late at night, I do not go and check it out because that's just what they want. They want <laughs> you that just attention. Sh- mm-hmm. You just shake a Pringles can full of quarters at it. <laughs> hey, stop. Get out of there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I start hitting the walls with a broom. <laughs> you get yeah. out of here. I'm busy. <laughs> yeah. uh, so I got a random page. Oh, yes. Mm. And it is... Uh, titled Angel, colon, 5x5, the 18th episode of season one of the Buffy spinoff series Angel. <laughs> oh. Now, have you watched this or not? I know you like Buffy. I don't know about... I think, Jeff loves Angel. He loves yeah. Angel better than Buffy. I think Does he? Bu- I don't know. Okay. I, I think Buffy is fine. I think Angel is superb. Okay. Um, I like this episode because it was the first appearance of uh, the character Faith, where she was good instead of terrible. Um, she's just, that actress is not good at acting, um, and that character is insufferable until this episode, which is... Who is this actress? Uh, Eliza Dushku. Oh, okay. Yeah. I met her at a party once. Yeah. Was Was she she nice? Cool. Uh, I don't know. She was fine. Everyone was talking to her, so I was just like, hey, you're Eliza Dushku. That's it. She was like, yeah, real observant there, asshole. And then she shoved (laughs) you. And then we had a kung fu fight. (laughs) She shoved you over and you smashed into the table where all the chips and dip were. Mm-hmm, it's true. And then I wet my pants in embarrassment. <laughs> and everyone pointed and laughed. <laughs> yep. And now that's all you can think about. So anyway, if any of our audiences turned on by this, then <laughs> congratulations, you have a new fetish. 
You're welcome, everyone. Uh, anyway, I think that I shouldn't be as surprised I am that uh, every episode of Angel has a page on this horror wiki. <laughs> Is that even a horror series? It's about vampires and monsters. It's not scary, but it definitely deals with all of the horror things. Yeah. I mean, I've never watched Angel, so I can't really speak to it, but do you think that Buffy the Vampire Slayer is on here? Because I don't think that's a horror series at all. I think that Angel is certainly more serious than Buffy, but I think Buffy uh, definitely trades in horror tropes way more than Angel does, so I think it would deserve to be on here because of that. Yes, I- but it's it's like an adventure series in the world of horror, but it doesn't. there's not any real horror... I think, Parts of it. from what we saw on the homepage of this wiki, that anything that involved any sort of supernatural events or monsters would count, according to them. Yeah. Weird. Yeah, there is every episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer is on here as well. Great. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Those must have their own wikis, right? Oh yeah, for sure. There's a Buffyverse wiki that is just like all of the Buffy things. Oh man. Do you think that woman who played Buffy the Vampire Slayer in the movie is like... Endlessly furious. Uh, Christy Swanson. Yeah, that's her. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't think that the series was successful enough for uh, her to be anything but ambivalent towards it. How does really? Paul Rubens feel about all this? Mm. I think Paul Rubens is probably happy about ev- uh, that anything happened that yeah. he was involved. He in, just but... wants a paycheck. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Buffy the Vampire Slayer kind of started Sarah Michelle Gellar's career, didn't it? Uh, I think... Was she yeah. in Scream, the first one? No. Uh, I can't remember. She was in something, like, around the same time that Buffy was starting, so it was sort of like two things at once. I know what you did last summer? Yeah, that might be it. Okay, I know she, she was in that, but I don't know what time that came out. She was in Scream 2, which came out the same year that Buffy started. That's fair, but I guess my point is, like... Sarah Michelle Geller is definitely a name that people recognize more so, I think, than Christy Swanson. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and I think that's largely due to Buffy the Vampire Slayer. That's probably that's true. I've only seen the movie, but from what I understand, the show is pretty different. Yeah, yeah. it's funnier and, um, like, the tone is different. I haven't seen the movie, but, like, I read <laughs> I read all about it. The- if you guys can figure out how to <laughs> we bring We can your- figure this out, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I want to see the movie because I've heard people say, like, yeah, that's, that's a pretty fun movie. It is. It is quite funny. I mean, you can tell just from the whole idea of calling it Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Like, that's supposed to be a joke. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, I think Buffy is fine, but I really like Angel is the result. What's your random pages? Well, do you remember watching this episode? Uh, yeah. I didn't. I didn't watch Buffy until somewhat recently. It was, like, um, 2013 or something. Um, so, like, I mainlined all of it (laughs) very severely, um, so, yeah, I I remembered this one, uh, specifically because I was dreading watching it because I really don't like the character Faith, um, but then I watched it and was like, oh, she's good now, actually. (laughs) What's interesting is this, uh, page about it has the metrics, like, who directed it and whatever, and there's trivia, there's things related to other episodes and quotes. There is no synopsis of this episode. So if you were trying to look through, oh, like, yeah. what was the name of that episode where this happened? You're not going to be able to find out. Yeah, no well, allusions. I don't spoil anything in this wiki that is informational. <laughs> I suppose so. 
Anyway, I got a random page, Lena Headey, who Yay! is probably most famously known for Game of Thrones, but before Game of Thrones, she was in some horror stuff. She was also in um, the Terminator TV series, which yeah. was actually not terrible. Did you guys watch that? I watched the first episode and then like immediately gave up because it was kind of bad, but then I kept hearing that it like the rest of the series is amazing. Yeah, I didn't watch it, but I heard she was very good. I watched like maybe 10 episodes. I don't know how long it ran, but... Um, it was fine. I'm not super into the Terminator mythos like some people are, so I may just not be the target audience for Calling it, but... me out right now. <laughs> Wait, are you? Uh, no, not particularly. <laughs> I... <laughs> <laughs> then I guess I'm not calling you out. Oh, okay, um... cool. <laughs> anyway, uh, Lena Headey, I think she's a good actress. I think mm-hmm. when I saw her in the Sarah Connor Chronicles before before Game of Thrones, I was like, this woman seems like a decent actress and a terrible action star. Like, (laughs) she is so bad at pretending to fight people, it's insane. Mm. (laughs) So I'm very glad that she got a better role for her where she doesn't actually have to fight anyone. Yeah, she she was very good on Game of Thrones, because she's very good at uh, holding a kind of menace, like a menacing power to her. I I liked her. She's the bad guy in the Judge Dredd movie with Carl Urban in it. Uh, just called Dread, and she uh-huh. is really great because she's just this like, um, like slumlord um, in charge of this drug empire and like this apartment building. She's just very evil and gets to make a lot of slimy faces at people. Um, that's really her wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. Uh, she likes to sit in a chair, make a mean face, and drink a glass of wine. That's her core uh, skill. <laughs> Has yeah. anyone ever made a, a Dracula movie with Lena Headey as Dracula? Because that's like his whole deal, his whole vibe as well. Mm, yeah, she could be Dracula. <laughs> she would be a great mm-hmm. Dracula. Or yeah. Camilla the Vampire. Is that anything? Oh yeah, that would be good. Has, has anyone really handled that story? I mean, I know people have tried. Has anyone done a good job? What's what is this? Is this the chicken from the Car- Muppets? Carmilla is the okay. first uh, first vampire story. They say it's about a, a vampire woman who is a lesbian. Yeah, it predated Dracula by a couple decades. So it's not related to the chicken from the Muppets in any way. Uh, no, okay. not quite. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, uh, sure. <laughs> yeah, she can do that. <laughs> We all I'm sorry, we agree. shouldn't have made you try to come back from us saying no to your bit. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I realized that as you were like, well... <laughs> sorry about that. That's fine. I'm not sorry. One thing I find interesting about this is it only lists her horror credits. Yeah. Uh, well, it's pretty amazing. That makes sense. Like, it doesn't even list Terminator the Sarah Connor Chronicles on here. It does. It just has a link out to the IMDb page. It's not listed oh, in her, like, in the little, like, table underneath. Yes. Um, Game of Thrones is also not on there at all. She's from Bermuda? Well, she was born in Bermuda, yeah. but she is English. And so. then she traveled from Bermuda to Jamaica. Oh, I want to take you. Oh, God. <laughs> no. <laughs> Um, is Bermuda a British uh, it was. principality or whatever? It was, yes. Oh, hmm. Bermuda has a page on the Headhunters Horror Wiki. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Oh no, is there, like, voodoo and zombie stuff in there? Ah, no, there's an ad that autoplays and won't let me mute it, though. <laughs> uh, the scariest thing pic- of all. <laughs> there's a picture of Ash from Evil Dead 
it gives you some information about how large Bermuda is, and then it says, points of interest in Bermuda? None. Films that take place oh, in Bermuda? No. None. TV shows oh, that take no. place in Bermuda? None. People from Bermuda? Lena Headey. Yep. <laughs> no, hold on, no mention even of the Bermuda Triangle? Nope. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Great. Not even any information about, like... Anything besides name Bermuda, aliases the Bermudas, Summers Islands, and category island, like country, state, province, city, locale, residence, points of interest, and first appearance are all blank. It looks like the format of the page for Bermuda is the same as all of the, like, real-world location ones, Mm -hmm. which leads well into Louisa's random page. Yeah, I got a real-world location. So we have, let me click on it, whoops, (laughs) it is uh, Tucson. Uh, it says, wow, this page friggin' blows. You can help Headhunter's Horror House wiki by expanding it, so it's almost nothing. Jeff, uh, do you want to copy-paste the uh, Wikipedia article about Tucson into this? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tucson, category, city, continent, North America, country, United States of America, state, Arizona. So, there's no information except people who were born in Tucson. Larry Pine, Zena Henderson, people who died in Tucson... <laughs> Frederick Brown, Zena Henderson. Who's Zena Henderson? Yeah. I I clicked through. She is a short story writer um, from the um, 20th century who wrote a short story that was adapted into an episode of Tales from the Dark Side. Okay. I realize now I clicked on Larry Pine, and he's a character actor. I've seen him before. But I was confusing him in my mind with Larry Cedar. (laughs) I can see how you'd make that mistake. (laughs) Uh, where's their buddy comedy? <laughs> uh, let me uh, see. Who's Larry Pine? He's from... Yeah. He's an actor from Q, the Winged Serpent, and Alone Ooh. in the Dark. What is I, Alone in the Dark? That's a game, video game, isn't it? I guess it's a different thing. This is from 1982. Yeah, I think that the game probably stole the name from this movie. Or just from the thing, the fact that it's scary to be alone in the dark. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, they also did adapt that game into a movie. <laughs> yeah, but not in 1982. No, they didn't. In 2005. <clears throat> that makes more sense. Yep. Uh, this wiki is surprisingly um, comprehensive, Boring. while also not oh. telling us any interesting information at all. Yeah, I don't understand how, for instance, uh, Tucson has warranted a page. Yeah. I thought, oh, there must be a movie I don't know about that's set in Tucson. Apparently not. Yeah, the the biggest failing of all of these wikis I'm learning is that they don't really understand the audience that would be using the wiki, by which I mean... Us. They, they don't... In- <laughs> well, maybe, but they don't include any... Like, if you were a huge horror fan and you wanted to come in here and be like, this is great, like, I need to... I would like to learn way more about the entire lore of, like... Michael Myers or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, there's definitely a lot of text about Michael Myers, but like, there's nothing that just sums up his whole deal. <laughs> like, yeah, what what is his deal? <laughs> Re murders. We talked about this all the time, but when you're learning to write a paper as a kid in like middle school, you gotta start with what your plan is for the paper, and then you yeah. gotta finish up by saying how you achieved it. None yep. of these pages ever have anything like that. Yep. Um, yeah, I don't know why anyone would ever look at this wiki for any reason. Like, I understand why someone would want to create this wiki, but I don't know why anyone would 
come to it later. I am going to say, I think that the Michael Myers page does pretty comprehensively tell me his whole deal. (laughs) No, what I'm saying is, there's not a section that's just, like, his whole deal. What there is, is original series and final timeline, which is uh, 20, 30, 40, 60, 70, 71 paragraphs long. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Oh, I see. You want a shorter summary. Well, I would like in his little, like, information box, the summary of who he is, to have a thing that's just like, what is his deal? (laughs) Yeah, here's what you need to know. (laughs) Yeah, like, if I were a person who was like, I need to learn more about Michael Myers, and I want to know if it's worth my time, I need a summary at the top of the page that says, like, hey, Michael Myers is this weird zombie dude that wants to kill his sister, or whatever. But instead, I've got an information box that has... 17 actors listed that have played Michael Myers. Who gives a shit? (laughs) I think what you want is the uh, top intro paragraph where it says that he's the antagonist of the Halloween series in all of the movies except three, and that he's a silent masked figure who keeps going back to Haddonfield, Mm. Illinois to kill Laurie Strode. Mm, Checkmate, Matt. But what's his deal? That's his deal! That's his whole deal! <laughs> what's his motivation? <laughs> like, Horniness! sex, right? Yeah! <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying, though. You need to put this in there. Like, oh, I see. Because it doesn't reference the fact that he murders in a horny rage. You well, feel it's incomplete. What is, what different, why okay. is Michael Myers such an uh, ever-long character, uh, evergreen character, as opposed to other murderers Ooh, and man. other things? An ever-long character. He killed other Foo Fighters. Yeah, that's what <laughs> Jeff song at the end of the episode. <laughs> No. Those logs with the shoes on them, I'm going to mention it every time. Wait. No, my new thing should be, what song? I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Oh, spooky. But, like, this misses the point of the character pretty majorly because it says he's a silent mass figure who returns to his hometown of Haddonfield, Illinois, in order to murder members of his family. It doesn't mention the fact that he's fucking immortal and maybe, like got superpowers from being the product of a weird, like, insane asylum orgy. (laughs) Like, there's lots of very important things about this character that makes him worth making a movie about, and they just don't bother to mention it. Yeah. Tying into what you're saying a bit, uh, the front page where it has featured things, the idea I would think is, if you like to come to this wiki, you would see some of these featured things, which have been highlighted, that you didn't know about, and then you would want to find out more. Mm -hmm. And things like featured program... iZombie. iZombie is an American television series that combines elements of mystery, humor, crime, and of course, zombies. That's the first thing. The character, like we were talking about before, Mia Allen, nothing mentioned about where she's from. It just jumps right into her bio. Mm. Yep. So there's no good style guide on this page. Yeah. Or all these pages. This actually, I, I should, full disclosure that you guys, this week I created a uh, fandom wiki account for myself. Oh no. no. I know. I and I did it because I needed. I was driven insane by. I mentioned earlier that I've been practicing baking. I thought it would be quite fun to try to make some of the things that people have baked off of uh, the Great British Bake Off Mm -hmm. over the years. So I went to the Mary Berry Wiki Mm -hmm. that has a whole section on the Great British Bake Off, and they have every episode what everyone made with links to recipes. Except all of those links are broken or non-existent. So I was like, fuck it, I'm going to be the change I want to see in the world. I found those recipes elsewhere online and made pages for all of the recipes. So, I mean, I haven't done all of them, obviously, that's hundreds of things, but I did a few of them, and I was just like, 
how did anyone make this page and not say, like, this is why people would come here, <laughs> right? Yeah. Cut to 2021. This is your entire life, the Mary Mary Wiki. <laughs> you don't yeah, do maybe. anything else. <laughs> is this, am I becoming the monster? Is this the, like, the pre, the pre-credit sequence to our own horror movie where I end up murdering people for, uh, <laughs> yeah. badly editing the yeah, Mary Mary like, Wiki? No, it's cool. I'm home alone and there's a big storm, but it's fine. I'm just gonna edit the Mary Mary Wiki for a while. <laughs> then the credits. Yeah. You get struck by lightning is what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, so wait, this is a very different horror movie than I had in mind. You get Do I get sucked powers? into it? Is this just Captain N? Yeah, yeah. you become a Tron. Oh my <laughs> god, Tron world Captain N, but for horror movies? That would be awesome. Ooh, that sounds pretty good, actually. I would love that. <laughs> Captain N for a nerder. <laughs> oh my god, that joke was the worst thing. That wasn't anything. When I thought of it, I'm like, I'm definitely going to say this. <laughs> Here it comes. <laughs> Nothing I can do to stop uh, this. I no, think, I was delighted. <laughs> I think, Louisa, that you can say that about anything you say. <laughs> I thought this, and then I thought, I'm going to say it, and then I said it. Uh, but I thought, with enough time to go, should I Should I try to punch yourself before I say it? And then I was like, no, I shouldn't. Here we go. <laughs> it's already perfect. <laughs> it is. Uh, Sometimes it's a freight train and you don't know what you're going to say and you feel embarrassed. For this one, no. It was all going as planned. <laughs> um, I don't understand if this wiki is still updating because it has not added any information about the recent Halloween reboot sequel. It says four however, years later, section not yet written. Yeah, however, we know uh, that the count, the page count jumped. And a character from American Horror Story was added one minute ago by Brian oh, Kurtz. So they're just mm. cowards. They don't want to <laughs> tell us about what happened in Halloween 2018. <laughs> There's yeah. probably one person who's in charge of each different franchise, and they have, like, strict territory guidelines, and that person's probably, like, <laughs> stuffed caring. <laughs> so no one else can do it. It's John uh, Carpenter. I gotta, I gotta tell you guys, <laughs> and this is probably gonna make you feel very sad, uh, I'm looking at the last 100 edits, and out of 100, 94 of them were made by Brian Kurtz. <laughs> oh no, Brian, Jeez, don't become Brian. what we said Matt was gonna be. Don't do that. <laughs> Oh, wow. Yeah, Brian. And they're they're all over the place, although a lot of them are American Horror Story, which is fair, because that's, like, probably the most consistently produced horror thing these days. Hmm. I guess so. Is What's-His-Name still running it? No, probably not. Who's What's-His-Name? <laughs> <that> <laughs> uh, Mr. Glee. What is his name? The guy who runs- Ryan Murphy? Ryan Glee. Yeah. Uh, Probably. I think he's still well, Matt says probably not, so who's right? He has, he has like, 12 <laughs> TV shows. It's impossible to know which ones he actually works on. That's true. Yeah. <sighs> Weird. <clears throat> anyway, um, do you guys ever watch American Horror Story? I thought the first season was fine, but then I couldn't be bothered. I watched- no, I haven't, but I like. I did hear that the cast uh, is usually the same from season to season, and I like that idea. Yeah. Yes, although... It sure makes you wish that they were still doing the characters from the first season when you see them. <laughs> okay. Like, the first season is quite good and scary, and then, the, I mean, I watched the first episode of the second season, and suddenly they're all in an insane asylum in the 1920s, and I was like, uh, nah. <laughs> I watched- I don't want to see, I don't want to see, uh, Spock being tortured for thinking that it, he was abducted by aliens. <laughs> mm, he was. And they were mm. humans. Oh! oh all together. Twist. 
Um, I watched one episode, and it was the first episode of Apocalypse, and it was fine. Okay. And that's is all that I've the watched. the most recent one? I don't uh, know that. that is you the eighth season, I think. You love the smell of napalm in the morning. I think it's what? the one before the most recent one. Huh, okay. Yeah. I guess the most recent one is in a prison? Uh, oh. No, it's 1984. Oh. It's, uh, yeah. it's a slasher summer camp thing. Wait, it's set in the year 1984, or yeah. it's meant to be like the story 1984? It is called American Horror Story 1984, and it's set in 1984 at a summer camp where people are killing people. Man, they really okay. could have picked any other year. Huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because, <laughs> like, 1984 means something in horror already, and it's not that. <laughs> is You went to classify 1984 as a horror novel? I think any dystopian story is somewhat horror, right? Maybe. I guess. I feel like horror has to be more immediate, more adrenaline than uh, those stories are. I don't know. I find, I generally, I prefer the kinds of horror that are more existential horror, and certainly a dystopian novel tends towards that. I mean, like, the, what is it, the lottery, the Shirley Jackson horror story, Mm -hmm. like, the horror of that isn't in somebody being stoned to death. It's yeah. in the society that they live in. Yeah. You know? Yeah. The Twilight Zone. Yep. Um, I just want to share one fun fact about the most recent season of American Horror Story that I learned somewhat recently and just want to confirm. Uh, mm-hmm. Richard Ramirez, the real-life serial killer, is just a character in it. Mm, I heard that. I don't like that. Yeah, it seems tasteless. Yeah, it it's does. not good. Yeah. No, thank hmm. you. Yeah, I feel like the thing about American Horror Story is that they want to, like, push the boundaries of what's okay to do on television, but then they're, like, not... They don't really put much thought into which boundaries should be pushed and which ones shouldn't. Yeah. That's something we all hopefully grow out of when we're teens, isn't it? Where we start just saying anything to see if anyone will object to it. Yes. Apparently the ghost of John Wayne Gacy was a character in season five, so... Oh, no thank you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Weird show. Yeah. I mean, it's it's always kind of been about serial killer ghosts, right? I guess so. <laughs> sure. I don't know. I don't know that that's true, but several of the things that I've seen of it have been about serial killer ghosts, so... Yeah. Uh, are we done with this wiki? Yeah, I guess. I, guess I mean, so. I'm glad We're we got down. a Halloween one, but... <laughs> I don't know. I feel like we weren't that enthusiastic about it. What's your favorite Halloween uh, or horror movie like franchise? Me? Any? Uh, of I those. guess Louisa doesn't enjoy them. I mean, I guess the ones in the uh, Cornetto trilogy. Do those count as horror? Yeah, sure. Those are probably my favorite. What's that? Oh, the the Hot Fuzz and yeah, and Shaun of the Dead Shaun and the Dead. At World's End. Those are the three, right? Was yeah. There another one. Uh, I never saw it at World's End. Is it worth it? I liked I it. So. I don't yeah. remember much about Hot Fuzz, but I uh, found World's End memorable and enjoyable. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, they're they're good. They do a good job of still being funny and horrifying without making fun of the horror, which is hard to do. Yeah. Yes. <clears throat> um, That's why I didn't like Zombieland as much, although I thought it was okay, but... It the joke is always that it's a horror movie, and that's less that's less clever to me. Yeah, I do want to say uh, I I don't know how you feel about like really gory stuff, but in Hot Fuzz they kind of uh, juxtapose the uh, quaint English village with incredibly gory murders. Yeah, yes, that's true. Um, yeah, I think that's fine uh, because like the tone of the movie is such that it's not going to be like the worst. 
<laughs> I like it, but it's definitely near the limits of what I would want to see in a movie I still would say I like. Mm. Uh, for me, franchises I don't particularly enjoy because it's hard to get more than two good movies out of a franchise. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I, I like the first two Paranormal Activities, and I like co- The Conjuring and The Conjuring 2, uh, mm. <laughs> even though both of those are franchises with, like, six films each. <laughs> I quite, I mean, this is not in the same tone as those at all, but I thought that the the Nightmare on Elm Street movies were quite fun. Mm, I only uh, saw how the first many of, of them those. do you think were fun? I mean, I there's something special about the kind of horror movies that were made in the 80s when it was just like, they just didn't give a fuck about anything, like being marketable <laughs> at all. Mm. <laughs> um yeah, I mean, I I don't know. I think especially all of the first ones of the movies, like the first Halloween, I think is pretty good, and the first Friday the Thirteenth as well. Like mm-hmm. when they are trying to sell you on this person that that later became this huge horror icon, and they're like, "No, you have to understand, he's this kid that drowned in the lake or whatever." Like that is way more interesting to me than like, "Oh, he's back again." You remember his rules, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I. I. Um. I, I think that it's weird to have stuff like that go on and on and on forever. Yeah. Uh, the whole point yeah. of Halloween was it was supposed to be an anthology series, but everyone liked Michael Myers so much that when they finally were allowed to do a movie without Michael Myers in it, everyone was like, no, boo, put Michael Myers back in it. <laughs> they should have had Michael Myers just be hosting them and be like, hello, boils and ghouls, I'm Michael Myers. Mm, like, yeah. the, uh, like the Nightmare on Elm Street TV series. Mm-hmm, exactly. <laughs> Is that, Freddy was the crypt keep- keeper of that show, right? <laughs> Sounds like he would be. Like, he's a perfect analog. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Alright, well, I hope you guys liked this episode, and I hope you're having a happy Halloween. Hey, wait, what was yours? Horror movie, Matt. I was just saying, I like the first ones of a lot of the series, oh, okay. but I that don't was know your that I like the whole. Mm. Everyone has to recommend one right now, and I recommend that everyone sees, you can find this on Netflix, The Phantom of the Opera, which is a terrible movie that I love. <laughs> uh, which one? Mm-hmm. Uh, the more recent one? The, I don't know if there's been a most recent one. Okay. The one with Gerard Butler is the Phantom. Yeah, I was gonna say, because they've been making Phantom of the Opera movies for literally 100 years. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think that if I'm gonna recommend one to watch for Halloween mm-hmm. times, it's mm-hmm. gonna have to probably be, uh, like, Halloween 2018 um, or Hereditary, because those are very Halloween-y, um, mm. even though... Okay. Like probably my favorites would be Alien and Midsummer. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say I think the scariest. If you want to watch a scary movie, I think the Alien series is a pretty good one to go with. I think that that's mm-hmm. a good scare with a in in a good movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Alien is definitely a movie that you should see if you haven't, but you enjoy horror movies. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so since that's what I was going to say, I will instead say a movie that I just watched for the first time a couple of days ago, which I thought was actually quite good. It's not perfect, but it's pretty interesting and, and horrifying, but also a little <laughs> bit funny, which is, uh, Shadow of the Vampire, um, which is a movie that was made in the nineties about the making of the movie Nosferatu in the twenties. Oh, 20s. yes. I remember hearing about this. Okay. I heard it was very good. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't, I don't know that I would say very good, but it's good <laughs> and interesting. And, um, uh, Willem Dafoe plays, so 
the premise of the movie, for those who don't know, is the guy who's making the movie Nosferatu in the 20s um, hires an actual vampire to play the vampire. <laughs> um, and no one else on the set knows he's an actual vampire, and they're kind of trying to keep it a secret. And Willem Dafoe plays the vampire, and he does an amazing job. He is spectacular in this movie. <laughs> Uh, everyone else is kind of so-so. John Malkovich plays the the director, which I, I don't particularly care for John Malkovich, so that's part of it. Carrie Elways plays like a hard-drinking uh, photographer, which is very funny, and does the worst German accent I've ever heard <laughs> in my entire life. Um, but it's it's a pretty good movie. So if you want to see something that's got a horror element but is more lighthearted, uh, I'd say give that a go. It's good. Yeah, I... Uh... I ha- think I vaguely heard of this movie, but I do now really want to see it because I love Willem Dafoe getting to be goofy. Yeah, I don't even know. He's he's genuinely scary in a lot of moments, and then like there's one scene where they're all sitting around the campfire, like waiting for this the shooting to start, and everyone's talking about their lives, and they're like, "So where are you from?" And he's like, "I can't remember." <laughs> and then they're like, uh, "Okay, <laughs> like." what's your family like? I don't remember them. And it's just like, he's menacing, but very funny. And anyway, he gets very drunk. It's very good. You should see it. Yeah. Wonderful. All right. Uh, Well, thanks for listening, everyone. We hope you have a good spooky Halloween season Mm -hmm. and you are uh, enjoying your time getting ready for Thanksgiving. (laughs) No, no, not yet. (laughs) Stop it. (laughs) No, it's not Halloween yet. The best holiday, Thanksgiving. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, if you like the show, please rate and review us on iTunes and tell your friends about it. That's the best way we can grow. Uh, if you want to get in touch with us, you can find us on Twitter at HackTheNetPod. You can email us, seeingreddit at gmail.com. Uh, and if you want to find me, I'm on Mastodon at MattHeron at Mastodon.cloud. I'm also on Mastodon, Mastodon.cloud slash at JK. Follow me on Snapchat and Instagram, JeffJK on both of those. Uh, message any of us to join our Discord. Um, I'll probably post pictures of my Halloween costume there. Yeah, me too. All right, you can find me on Mastodon, uh, at Louisa at Mastodon.xyz. Talk to me about things, not about Halloween, because by the time you've heard this, it'll be too late. We'll all be dead. Only talk about gravy. (laughs) Yes, please talk to me about gravy. Thank you. (laughs) All right, so thanks everyone for coming out. Please come back next time. But in the meantime, don't forget to keep your pockets on Shrek. Uh, boo, scary. Goodbye. (laughs) Get me pictures of Spider-Man. Oh, he's a Spider-Man. Oh, it's horrible. Yeah, man, the scariest thing imaginable. (laughs) Yeah, the two, the two creepiest monsters, Spider-Man. Oh, very good. Good job, everyone. It's true. Yep, nice.